Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We are thrilled because today we get to break down our interview with Dr. Michelle Muggy. Fantastic. She she has so many things. So just as a reminder, uh, make sure to go and listen to last week's episode. But quick recap is that Dr. Muggy is a dual licensed clinical psychologist and professional counselor. She has her own practice called Serenity Foundations. If you live in Arizona, you can find her there. She lives out there and uh, you could check out her website, which we'll make sure to put in the show notes. You could check her out. But we always love to do these episodes because it just allows us to savor the things that we've learned from our our guests. And and process it without taking away from her time, right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, we could, we could be on. Interrupting all the time. Oh gosh, that was so amazing because blah, 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 blah. These interviews, (laughs) especially because there's two of us and we're so passionate about the topics that we discuss, they could really last for three hours right but then you know that yeah that probably (laughs) we're not gonna do that so you know I had asked her in the beginning of the interview what was her path and she shared with us that she was on the path to become a pediatrician and and then she had a life-changing moment where she helped somebody who was a teenager in the ER mm -hmm, who was was overdosing and and that was so fulfilling for her that in that moment she realized I am passionate about this. And you know, I'm thinking here, sitting here thinking and for those of you listening, I'd love for you to kind of process this with us too. Is there a moment in your life when you set a particular path for yourself and said And you wrote it down and you told people, this is my plan. I'm going to do X by X date. And then something happened, something miraculous, something special, something out of nowhere. And it completely changed your path. That one experience, that one moment. Whoa. Right. I think, I think everybody can relate to that in some, in some form or another, right? Right. Yeah. It might not be your career, but it could be, you know, where you live. It could be a relationship. It could be something else. It could be something that you planned or didn't plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was very curious to see how her, her family handled that because, you know, you're, you're so proud of your children going on the path that they're going on. But when you're going to be a doctor, and you've and I would imagine, you know, everything that, you know, I don't know what the financial support might have been with her family or whatever. But in my mind, I'm thinking, what if her parents were like, yes, my daughter's going to be the doctor. And, you know, and and then all of a sudden, wait, hold on a second. You're going to do what? This is why you were going to school. Wow. What are you doing? You know, um, although she ended up doing both. 
So hello, hello, hi. <laughs> I'm Michelle. Um, just saying <laughs> that I'm going to get a doctorate. But but you know, in that things. before she had done that, I was just thinking, oh boy. And so I loved listening to her, you know, describe that and and the process through that. And it was a little bit of both, she said. Yeah. And just that that authenticity. And I just think it's the beauty of answering a calling that that tugs on your heart and you know that it's what you're meant to do. And I think that's always where you're supposed to go. You know, Mm -hmm. when you just know in your gut. Yeah. You know in your gut that, oh my gosh, this just feels right. This just feels right. And you're in your happy place. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, this is my purpose. This uh, is what I was born to do. I'm 100%. so passionate about this. And I could do this all day long. And, and I'd do it if I didn't get paid. And I would do it, you know, with the fox in a box in the car. <laughs> near or far. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you're like, that's it. Because I think a lot of times people have a hard time with this. Oh, yeah. Pivoting, you know, because of expectations that other people have had put on you. Yeah. Some people might stay in relationships because the expectations that you're supposed to stay married and you know, you gotta work that out. Yeah, I mean I think that's 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 a you know, a lesson from this episode is is follow your follow your heart. You know, I was I was uh, on a panel this morning, and and the people were asking me about my own personal career, and and words of wisdom that stuck with me that I go back to today, and the the words that came to me that I'm paying forward are two things, and I think that this interview with Michelle solidified that, and it's to follow your heart. And stay focused on what you want and not be worried about what other people think mm-hmm. and what their dreams are for Amen. you. Amen. What be, their dreams right, are for you. Because that's their vision for your life, not your vision for your life. So give yourself the permission to own it, shape it, mold it, change it, transform it in the ways that mean something to you because it's yours. It's the legacy that you leave and... You want to be proud of that and be happy about that and not have regrets of the woulda, coulda, shoulda type situation. So I I was really pleased that she shared that because it it just is. I was was impressed by her bravery. Yeah. You know what I mean? The confidence that she was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. Boom. Bye. I'm just going to do that now. You know, the other thing that stood out to me that I loved because she is passionate about self-care is the expansiveness of that of that definition. So it isn't just, you know, the luxurious things that we do for ourselves, although I am a very huge fan of all of those things, just to put that on record. Um, but it is the small, impactful things too, things like being honest about how you feel and oh that by the way big. communicating that small, it that could be pretty big right you know it's easier to go get a massage oh yeah definitely and and i That's love true. that you put this in the in the perspective of of self-care i love that that was that was something that we talked about you know people think about you know therapy and mental health having like the stigma and a label on it and they don't want to be labeled that way like there's something wrong with you um you know nobody would think there's something wrong with you if you need to sleep there's something wrong with you you need to eat you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, you know, it's taking care of yourself. Yeah. Going to a therapist when you need help 
there's there's no shame in that. That's that's something that that you need that if you don't take care of that, there's going to be a bigger price to pay. Well, it also goes to show something that we do very dangerously as as human beings, which is how quickly we run through life without processing things. Meaning we go from milestone to milestone. The kids have to accomplish this. I need to hurry up and do this in my career. I need to hurry up and accomplish this in my relationships before people start judging me. I need to, right? Like you're, you're fighting and fighting and fighting to just be this person that accomplishes all these things. And meanwhile, you haven't actually processed how you feel or how you get triggered and you do what she described, which is you carry forward different behaviors that are not always the best behaviors because you haven't said, okay, what did I learn? How do I not repeat that bad part? Take the good part, you know, and kind of bring that forward because you're not, you're not taking that time. And I think that's a lot of the reason people go to therapy is to be able to reflect on different scenarios, situations, relationships that they really just were like, oh, like, I guess I didn't think through that because clearly I have all these feelings. Like sometimes you don't even know. I mean, you don't even know how to think about that. You don't even know how to process it yourself. This is true. Um, I, I loved how, you know, I asked her, what is the common thread of, of successful people, you know, that if she said gone through the therapy, you know, the quickest or, mm. you know, on the route to healing quickly. And doesn't everybody want to do everything quickly? It's, it's her answer was, you know, submitting to the process, being teachable. Hmm. They want to do it. They want to do it. Yeah. I mean, how many times I'm sure people show up in therapy because Ugh. they have to, right? <laughs> okay. You know, dragging them there. We're in therapy together, but They're I really don't want to be clock, here. <laughs> like how many more minutes of this is going to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when you submit, you know, you submit to the process and you are, you know, Desiree and I were just so excited about having Michelle here because we know that everybody has something that we struggle with. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. Everybody has something that you're struggling with. And, and that's okay. You can, you can, you can get help to go through that. You can get the help that you need. And that is a form of self-care. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no shame in that. No, no, because you're, when you haven't worked on or put that energy and that fuel into yourself, you're not going to give the best of yourself to other people. You know, you show off half empty to the relationships or just other things that you're trying to accomplish in life. And that's just not a healthy place to be. And when you feel depleted, you know, and fatigued that, you know, that, that is what I think oftentimes the dots don't get connected, which is that when you don't take care of your mental health, it actually can impact your physical health. Like there's a domino effect. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. But we don't think, you know, twice about about taking care of our, you know, our physical self like we right. would our mental yeah. our mental it's self. Like, There's okay, that, Jim, do that. You know, I just I just feel it on my heart to say that to whoever's listening. You know, we just want you to be brave, and 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 take care of yourself. 
It's so important, you know. She was she was talking about um, the single. We have a lot of single moms that you know yeah. that listen to this, and she mm-hmm. was saying that they put themselves on the back oh, burner. They take gosh. care of the kids, and they take care of you know everybody, everybody, and they don't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think sometimes for, for some women, I know this was something I struggled with in the past. You know, that's 50 bucks that could go towards food for my kids. There are, there are ways out there. Um, if anybody's struggling with this, we would be happy to, to give you, you know, resources to be able to, um, to take care of that. Money should not be a obstacle. Mon- obstacle. Yeah. That that should... That's why you need to do that. Because if you don't take care of yourself and you're going to break down, you're going to set yourself back so far that you're not going to be able to make the money. Right. And, you know, if you don't take the time to do that, you're going to be wasting time doing unproductive things in your relationships. And, you know, right. And, and it's going to it's going to come out in other areas. You well, have to take care of it. And, and you don't want it to be that breakdown moment. You don't want to wait until you reach the peak of you know, frustration, exhaustion, depletion, where you're like, that's it. I can't take it anymore. Uh, And often that happens because repeatedly you're putting yourself last and you're just not not giving yourself the love, the self-love and attention that you need. Like, it's okay to go, you know what? I know I had all this, this and that on my list of things to do. That's going to have to wait until tomorrow or the weekend because I just need to take it. I'm taking a nap. The visual that I have is I write. The visual I have is is a volcano. It's like all of this stuff is oh, bubbling boy. underneath the surface. You walk by, it looks like a quiet little mountain, but inside it's all bubbling and that pressure builds and builds and builds and it can do some great damage if that's not taken care of. And Right, right. And then, you know, that kind of leads me into the next kind of takeaway, which is around communication, which we talked about for quite a while. And that's, you know, so if you have that volcanic eruption, you know, some of that stems from not consistently communicating things the way that you need, because sometimes what happens that could be disastrous is that you don't you avoid, you know, conversations that you need to have with your kids, with your significant other, with with anybody. And then it festers and it can erupt when you could just be honest and say those things in the moment, right? Like have those important conversations that nurture the relationships around you so that even though they're tough, you're being authentic and you're being real. Hey, I have something on my heart. I'm not sure how you're going to take this, but if I don't get this out, then I wouldn't be authentic withholding what I'm feeling. And I'm hoping we can just process this. Is that, is that okay? Like, right? Like, do I have permission? I think so many people have fear around talking to people. I think it's the reason why they go behind people's back. Yeah. And they talk, you know, they don't go straight to the person and they talk around mm. the answer. But the solution's right there, which is go straight to the person. And and there's this fear. But in reality, when you, when you communicate, there's so many good things that come from it. Mm. Because... 
you know, like Brene Brown says, where you lack data, you make up a story Mm -hmm. and you're making up a story. So your actions are based on something that's not even necessarily the truth. But when you communicate, then you get to understand each other. And and there's just so many good things that come from that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And, um, you know, communication, it's, it's, it sounds so cliche, because you hear it in in like movies, but it's so true. It's the foundation. It's the foundation for thriving relationships, you know, is just having having the ability to do that and and be um, genuine with those things. And I, I, I love that, you know, because she was talking about kind of quarantine and and one of the greatest things that you could do even with kids is allow them to just be, like to express their feelings. I'm scared, I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated. Like you don't, you know, and that's a lesson that we got from Kristen Ulmer as well. It's like, don't don't rush people through emotions that are not joyful, you know? Right. Like don't just like right. prod them along like, well, okay, stop crying, don't be sad, eat your macaroni. Well, okay. you know, and I think <laughs> I, I grew up um, as a kid being told, okay, okay, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, get up, get up, get up, you know? And, you know, when my kids were little, they'd fall down and they'd, they'd get a bump and, you know, I'd be like, oh, you're okay, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. And right. so I think that carries <laughs> Meanwhile, over. they have a missing toe, but don't worry, <laughs> we could get that sewn you're right back on. You're gonna be fine, <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> it's funny, my little, our baby, um, Raylan, she she falls down and we all just kind of gasp. What's gonna happen? <gasps> Wait for it. Oh, okay, and she's looking for our reaction, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like she looks at the, the adult, or her surroundings, is everybody pretending like this is normal or is everybody in a panic? Because if everybody's in a panic, I'm going to cry. And if not, I'm going to process this in this moment and kick that tricycle that just knocked me over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which is what she does. That's, that's funny. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I love not want to get in her way when she's gotten hurt. It's pretty brutal. But, um, yeah, communication. I think, um, you know... It's it's something that people struggle with when they feel like they're not going to be safe. So that could be that could be an issue. That's huge. They're not going to be heard. They're not going to be safe. Ooh, they're going to be judged. They're going to be judged. Yeah, which is which is a form of not feeling safe, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, and that and that's why therapy can be this healthy place to process because it is a, it is intended to be a safe space where you can share and then practice. I love that, you know, practice what you want to say, process it. And, and then I always like saying, and then what's the worst that could happen? Okay. Right. So, well, well, and I love how Michelle said that she said that that's what she does. Mm-hmm. She helps them kind of dig in and let's, let's really process this story you're telling yourself about what's going to happen mm-hmm. if, you know, you talk to your mother about this mm-hmm. or you talk to your child about this or yeah. or your spouse about this. And I, and I love the, the that question about um, collecting the data. You know, w- w- talk about examples of where that comes from. Everybody hates me. I'm not worthy. I'm stupid. I'm this. So the, that comes from somewhere. And so, you, you know, her helping people to process that 
helps them to unpack it. And then I love how she says reframe, reframe mm-hmm. it in a way that's productive and not so self torturing. <laughs> right, right, right. I think that you could just tell by her presence that she's just such a safe place to be, mm. to be able to trust with your emotions and your feelings and your trauma. I know that's that's a big that's a big thing for a lot of people, especially people that have been through trauma. They you know have trust issues. And oh, yeah. to be able to find somebody like Michelle that is so, you know, trusting, it's got to be so amazing because that's going to help you get through that faster. Because the more you trust the process, like she said, the quicker you can, you know, move through that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who doesn't want to go to the retreat she was talking about? Stop. Stop. Genius. Me? Hello. Did you ever see that movie, Couples Retreat? Maybe. It has Vince Vaughn. Which he's really funny, and it's a bunch of different couples. It's a bunch of couples, and there's, there's an like island to, where, yeah, where they're and trying to get to the singles island. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. I think I feel like hers is gonna, <laughs> you know, is gonna be a, maybe a little different. Oh, but, I'm thinking, um, <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> not, not quite, not quite escape your relationship to get oh, to the singles island, gosh. but um, but it's cool, like the, this notion of of actually taking time, yeah. you know, for your relationship. That investment. So. And I think that's a great investment because, you know, if you think about it in the ground, grand spectrum of things, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't take the time to put into that relationship and later it costs you a divorce. Those can you know, be costly. I really do believe that mm. there are some great skills that you can learn early on that can help um, be- become habits mm-hmm. that produce great results I know the second time around with Wesley I first time around I I've gotten a second chance and when you've lost somebody for me something that I've had to 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 deal with is the guilt of the things that I that I did when we were married that hurt him, the things that I said and the ways that I didn't support him or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, like you start, you know, when you lose someone, there's, you know, this, I wish I would have, could have, should have. Yeah. And having second time around, I know for me, we have put a lot of um, tools in practice and habits that have really created some great results. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great-sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production, and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important, 
For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. The other thing I think that's important to, to note, you know, about relationships, and, and I, I really don't like the word failure, people, so just get nixed that from your vocabulary. Practice. You know, it's, it's experience. experiences, transitions to the next chapter, because there's just such this negative connotation, and I think that's what people fear. So they're like, I'll just stay. I do not want to be a failure. You're not a failure. So here's what happens. Two people, well-intentioned, get together. I don't think anybody goes, hey, maybe we should get married. So then that way we can get divorced. Don't you think that would be pretty <laughs> fun? That sounds painful. Let's and spend fun. money to get married and then let's spend money to get divorced. That seems so smart. So what, what actually happens is two people well-intentioned fall in love they care about each other so much. And then somewhere along the way, misalignments happen because you're not, you evolve as individuals. I think it's important to, to just put that out there. You evolve as individuals, but you also evolve as a couple. So there is a, a delicate balance. And sometimes what happens is people's individual evolutions outgrow the evolution of the couple. And so you have to pay attention to that. And so those tools, like, you know, you've learned, I mean, because I'm pretty sure that from 18 years old, from you being with the first love of your life, you might have changed your mind about a couple of different things, you know, over a few decades of time. And so, and that's okay. And I think that's going to happen. There's epiphanies along the way where you go, holy crap, what I thought in my 20s, that was crap. I think something else in my 30s and my 40s and so on. And so, and hopefully they're growing and thinking the same too. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you have to, like, so this concept of a retreat, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you just have to, a retreat is the solution to everything, but it's an intentionality Mm -hmm. of having ways to reconnect to purpose in the relationship to see how that's going. Because maybe there is a little bit things that have gotten off true north and then without, with that lack of connection comes those moments of revelation where it's like, you know, we're not the same people. We don't Mm -hmm. want the same things i think this is better to not do anymore i mean that happens oh my gosh i have to tell you a story so i um i was in the neighborhood over at wes's house and and there's this beautiful woman she she's always walking her dog and she's the sweetest thing in the whole world like she always waves to us and everything she's got she's got this great laugh and this amazing personality and and um and i'm standing there talking to her and and it came up, I can't remember how it came up, but she was talking about how, you know, she's single. She's Maybe maybe I said something about I'm so thankful that I have Wesley and, and how he is with the kids, I think is how it, it, it happened. But she was saying, yeah, you know, I'm looking for a great guy like 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 that. And um, and she said, you know, I'm I'm divorced and I come from strong Catholic background. And my mom, the advice that was given to her was he doesn't beat you and he he's not an alcoholic 
Just, hey, just can't you just stay with him? Can't good, you just that's can't good you just criteria, be with him? Right? He doesn't beat you. That's we, we that's it. We have another friend whose dad said that <laughs> too. Right? Crap. Right? We won't say who it is, but they were like, "Yeah, you know what? Why don't you? Well, you know what? We're just you should just stay together, just be together." And and so I gave her I gave her the podcast. I'm like, well, here's some, you know, here's some, food here's for some, some things. But um, and she didn't take that advice. But I, I, I was just kind of blown away when she was just like, yeah, oh, he doesn't beat you. Okay. Oh, well, that's well, the boy. standard yeah. that we, oh my gosh. I, you know, dear Lord, please send me a man that doesn't beat me. Right. Oh, he has a full set of teeth. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, oh. You know, that's all I want, Lord. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I could sleep well tonight. Now. Thank you so much. Oh, so it was pretty cute. She listened to the she listened to the podcast with the interview between Wesley and I and she came oh, back and she was like, Oh girl, girl. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. So, that is fabulous. Hey girl. I'm talking to you. Yeah, that was your story. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, the problem about being close to des and gina marie you end up with stories on the podcast oh yeah that's true but we use the, we change the names to protect the innocent protect the identity <laughs> of the, yeah of the um so we, we're just again we're so grateful you know we have been incredibly blessed to have magnificent guests who just bestow upon us their their wisdom and their expertise, which is what we what we want to bring to you. We want to bring you interviews and things that you can that you can we learn this word juice. Ooh. Right? That you can juice because that's the thing of life. You're wanting to just get a little deeper, mm-hmm. a little bit more, so that you can progress. And that's that's the spirit that we're that we're in because we're always growing and we know that you are and we want to do that together in community. That's right. right. So a lot of takeaways. We hope you super, super enjoyed all of that juicing. We process. are. Yes, we are. So we are so grateful that she came on to our podcast um, and, and to this interview. What are you grateful for today? Oh, my Think gosh. about right now. Right now. What are you grateful for? Pause this. Say it out loud. Say it While proud. we go to the next segment, which would be our gratitude, gratitude attitude. Okay, I've got I've got a big one. Yes. Bring it so, on, girl. This is what I am grateful for. Say it. I am so grateful for forgiveness. Going through everything that I that I've gone through with losing Jeff and and all of the girls healing from you know the trauma of losing their dad and everything, it I have done some knucklehead things, um, partly because uh, you know I'm doing the best that I can and I don't always think things through and don't see them in their lens. You know, there's there's all these different um, experiences. Well, there's, there's eight. You know? There's eight lenses. Eight. Are there eight lenses? Last yes. time I checked. Yes. There's so more. I <laughs> came to um, I came to the house and just kind of blurted out some big news um, at a birthday party, and you know, I wasn't even really. It, it, my perspective was a totally different perspective. My heart is not to hurt my kids. But I had really, um, I just really had hurt 
my daughter. And what I am grateful for is that she asked, talk about communication, if she could come talk to me. And she talked to me and I am grateful that my children are so they 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 come to me when I've hurt them some takes longer than others Um, half the time I don't even know I've done it and don't even realize the magnitude of what I've done half the time most of the time I don't do that on purpose and and so I'm grateful that she could just say you know what I just don't even want to have anything to do with you this is way too much for me to process you can just go away and I'm going to shun you from my life Mm. but instead she chose to come to me and to tell me and I was able then to say I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness and she gave me that gift wow and I am so thankful for that. And I know every time I hurt them, there's, you know, there's a trust issue that happens and I need to earn that back. Sometimes I feel like it's one step forward, two steps back, um, because it is definitely a hard thing to balance with all of them. But that is my gratitude is that she, you know, that she came to me and she told me and I was able to humble myself and not defend myself and just say, I'm, I'm sorry for hurting you. And and um, I'll, you know, I'll do better next time. That's that's huge. It's huge. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, that's it's it's vulnerable, and I think these are the the most important moments for us to reflect and and have gratitude about. Oh, thank you so much for that, Jean Marie. Really good. So my gratitude attitude is that I'm really grateful that I took the time, um, as much as I could, anyway, to. Uh, enjoy and indulge and embrace the uh, virtual event that Tony Robbins put on called Unleash the Power Within. So I had tickets to go in person and I was really excited because it'd be my first time going to an event in person. And of course, it was going to be in March in San Jose, California, super convenient. It's local. It's in the state that I live in. And then, you know, COVID-19 happened and congregating with 15,000 plus people was in not an in enclosed the space <laughs> didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Um, so they got super creative and was able to create a platform where people could join in and actually even more people than would have been able to join in a stadium. And so it was just neat because I think, you know, Self-development is something that's so important to both Jean Marie and I, and we like to take the time, you know, to invest in that. And we always are in this process of learning and growing. And any time that we have a chance to put a mirror on ourselves, um, on ourselves to just learn about who we are, the areas that we want to grow in, the things that we need to just dig into a little bit to make us be better people, to be better servants, to be better mission-driven messengers, I just think is such a cool, awesome thing. So I, I just appreciate that. You know, I still have to kind of go over my notes and just, you know, process, do a little bit more of the processing because it's kind of a lot to pack into do a couple days. Do some juicing. Yeah, do some juicing on all of that. Um, but so that, that was really a, a, a great experience because a lot of times I think we it's easy for us to say I'm too busy oh I don't have time it's a part of self-care it's a part of self-care you are learning learning and churning so that's my gratitude attitude so pleased to share with you so blessed to be here and be able to do this another episode for all of you yes 
And we would like to do a shout out to our wonderful Rockwood Audio. Ben just we couldn't do this podcast without you. Makes Thank this you so much magical for making the magic. And um, we would love for you to subscribe if you're um, if you're on Apple Podcast. Um, there's this little thing. It's called a review. You just scroll to the bottom. There's little stars. You hit the stars, and then you type in a review. Hit you submit. Could, you could do it all in less than sixty seconds. Dun, dun, dun. Pretty sure of it. So that we we would so much appreciate <laughs> Great review. that. So much. And until next time. Let your faith be greater than our fears. And remember, you are your only limit, so take action today. Thanks for listening to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast.